Hold your breath. Make a wish. Count to three. Come with me and you'll be in a world of real estate. Hey everybody, welcome to the Wealthy Idiot Show. My name's AJ and welcome to my show. Before we get into anything else, please make sure to hit the like button for the YouTube algorithm. Give us a quick subscribe, comment down below if you have any questions or just thoughts in general. We would love to hear them. If this is your first time tuning in, what we're trying to do is spread as much financial information as possible to people, help them become wealthy the correct way, the try and true way, the not get rich quick schemey type of way, and hopefully we can give you some good information and steer you away from the scams that are out there. And liking this video helps spread that information to more people. So I told you a while back that I would take you on my current home purchasing journey that right now we're looking for a property to buy for an, our next Airbnb. And we went through a couple of steps. So we looked at the numbers to figure out what would work. We talked about um, going through the bank and our lessons learned in trying to get uh, financing for this property, um, searching for properties, what the kind of stuff we're looking for. We did a whole interview series on uh, the different kind of real estate stuff that I look at and why it is that I, I look in a specific location and why that's important to me. And finally, we're now at the point where we can look at actual houses and see if we can find something. So recently we found something that looked pretty cool on Zillow. Um, it's been up for a while. So, you know, that always means uh, a couple of things. One is maybe it's overpriced and we can kind of negotiate something down a little bit, or maybe it's not a good deal and we have to try and figure out why that's the case. But we're always gonna make sure that we, you know, we work backwards. So you're gonna see in this case, we're gonna figure out what we think the house is worth and we're gonna figure out what we think it will take us to get it to be ready, like how much work it will take to repaint fixes, you know, anything that we gotta do in order to make this place ready. And then we're gonna kind of subtract that. We're gonna figure out what this house actually should cost and that's the offer we're gonna make. So we found something interesting and our real estate agent risked her life in some places to check this place out. So I wanna show you guys kind of what we went through in this one property and uh, show you the video in the, in the photos that we have. So to start off with, I wanna show you what this property looked like on Zillow. So you can see what it was we were looking at whenever um, we were trying to consider whether or not to go check this property out. So you can see from the outside, it looks pretty nice. I really like this whole like kind of foresty look. My properties are mostly in Texas. I kind of like the whole country feel, especially if you're coming from outside of Texas. You want something that kind of feels like it should be Texas, right? You don't want to feel like you're in, you know, some unnamed random city just, you know, in a place. You want it to kind of have like a countryish feel. And you could kind of see those houses off to the um, right and left there are a little bit further away, which is nice. Um, some of the things that we can kind of see right off the bat here and maybe this next photo, there we go. It shows the, uh, we could see the trees are kind of hovering over the roof. So that's a little bit of a concern. That means you have to get someone to come in and kind of scale back some of these trees. But I, I kind of like this whole slopey landscape thing. We could do some interesting stuff that's low maintenance, I think here that would make this look pretty cool. But also if you notice the windows on the front and you know, there's only, looks like there's only two, but they're looking right out into the slope as opposed to like looking onto a street or looking at another house. And I think that's big, kind of a good privacy thing for Airbnbs. And then the backyard, you know, big sloping backyard, got this huge deck area, which I thought was really cool. We could probably do some outdoor furniture stuff, maybe some kind of a fire pit that would work on a wooden deck. I don't, I don't know if those exist, but you know, something to that effect would be kind of cool. And it would, 
you know, on the Airbnb listings, it would probably look, you know, really powerful to kind of see that space. And then here's some other looks of how that deck looks. If you're tuning in on the podcast, I apologize. I'm, I'm kind of describing what it is that I'm looking at, but the house is kind of on this hill where the hill is the front of the house and it slopes down towards the back. And it has this giant deck, like it's a two level deck where the first level you walk out the back door and it's got a pretty big section for doing some stuff here, maybe outdoor eating, something to that effect. And then it has this staircase that goes down to a bigger area that you could do some kind of lounging type of stuff. Um, it looks really red. And so my first indication on that was like, oh, maybe this is newer because it hasn't like the color hasn't worn out yet and it hasn't kind of drained out of the wood. And so maybe it's, you know, maybe the deck's a little bit newer. So I got a little bit excited about that. And then uh, this photo, you could see that there's actual trees coming through the deck. Now, this could be problematic. It's cool looking, especially if you work some stuff around the trees. It makes it kind of have this like a cabiny feel. The problem is, is that as the trees grow, they're going to start pushing on the deck and the holes around the trees you have to regularly come in and cut around the tree to make sure that it's not pushing against the wooden boards because it will literally push the wooden boards up and out. And um, that could be problematic, especially Airbnb because you have like the different liabilities of like if your property is actually unsafe, that's a problem. Um, here's a staged photo. So the, it says virtually staged at the top. What people can do now with some of the technology that exists is add furniture to an empty room just digitally, like after they take the photo. It's tricky because you can't, you know, you, we don't know for sure if this is the sizing. This room actually looks pretty skinny, but it might not be as skinny. It could just be how the photo is taken. You can actually get more money out of a property by staging it. It costs money to stage, obviously, but people have a hard time imagining what the, the rooms could look like unless you start putting some stuff in there. And then it kind of spurs their imagination like, oh, I can move this around. I can move that around. That's how it looks. Empty rooms are kind of hard to spur that imagination. And then here's like the main living space it looks like. Don't exactly know what these uh, built-ins are doing, but um, the ceiling looks kind of cool. It looks like some of the lights are out. You'd have to replace those, but the idea of having like this lit sort of inlay ceiling thing, it's kind of neat. And then this big giant window, kind of cool. I kind of like that. And then here's the same rooms without the virtual staging. So you can see it's just kind of a skinny, empty room. I think this is the master. So I don't know, not great. Then, you know, the floors look nice here. So taking a look at this, still don't know really about those built-ins. Kind of excited about the ceiling though and that big window. Love big windows. Big windows are cool. Kitchen, ooh, man, looks a little outdated. It's got some bucket lights. We like that, recessed lighting. But the fixture, the sink fixture looks old. The appliances look like they might be okay. We'd have to check those out, but definite paint job. Maybe paint and hardware on all these cabinets. I don't know about the counters. I think that they're granite, but you know, I don't know. It's hard to tell. They could be for Micah because the photos just aren't that great. Uh, then we have like kind of a weird like a back door exit thing. I don't really know what's going on there with this step down. I'm not a big step down fan. I don't know how much that would cost to fix. But um, this is something that I would trip on at least every day if I lived here. Then we got this kind of weird right hand counter thing. I don't know how I feel about that because you could put bar stools in there, but like they're going to stick out into the walkway. And then this pillar on the right. It, it doesn't match the rest of the style. And then at the bottom of the pillar, there's no, like, there's no runners or anything. I don't, I don't know. That's weird. I don't quite understand what's going on there. You can kind of tell with the um, light switches and stuff. They're that old style beige. They haven't replaced those. That's an easy fix. I usually get into a property and immediately 
change all those out. So all the power outlets, all the light switches, get them all new, white and clean. Um, just kind of makes the area look less old and tired. Like, you know, the rooms is a simple, cheap fix that makes everything look a little brighter and newer. Bathrooms, kind of similar, like not terrible. The counter looks okay. The hardware and the cabinets look okay, but we got the beige power outlet right there. Um, a lot of these old houses, they don't have the proper power outlet next to sinks because it wasn't a requirement like back in the 70s or 80s or whatever it was. But now you have to put in the newer power outlets that have the breaker in them. And I forget what they're called. But, you know, for safety, if you drop your um, hair dryer into the sink, you don't want to die. So the power will actually shut off in that power outlet. Um, so, I, you know, I've had to install those before yeah, around the kitchen sinks and around uh, bathroom sinks. And then it looks like the mirror, the light fixture at the top probably has to be replaced. We got brass doorknobs, a couple of places here that's got to be replaced. This whole bathroom fixture looks old and kind of grungy. Going to probably replace most of that. The floor looks nice. Second bathroom, ooh, yeah, we got some old fixtures in here. Gotta, gotta fix the, and the mirror, and the mirror is showing off a pretty ugly looking lamp at the top there. Gotta get all that fixed. And then a bedroom, ah, looks pretty normal. Probably gonna have to replace the carpet, you know, like carpet's hard to tell, but you can kind of see that there's a bunching. You know, they, they try to uh, vacuum to kind of color up, cover up any kind of color, you know, um, problems. And you could tell that this doesn't, it looks like they tried to vacuum, but you could still see kind of discoloration. So probably going to have to redo carpets. Yeah, you could see how they vacuumed to try and get the lines in there, but it was it wasn't playing along, you know, probably pretty old stuff there. I like these windows. Those are nice. We got some white fixtures in this room and then I'd probably replace the wooden um, fan at the top. That's kind of an older style. And those are all the photos we have for Zillow. So that's what we were working with. Um, the house is listed for four hundred thousand dollars. It looks like it'd been bumped down a few times. And I thought, you know, in this area, a house that's all set up and good to go is worth probably between 500 and 550. And I know that because this is down the street from two other houses that I own. So I know that we can take advantage of that. Some of this, if we can get some of this bathroom stuff figured out, the kitchen stuff, the step down, update some stuff, replace some carpets. It's, you know, it's a lot to have to do. We also got to, you know, based off the trees there, we might have to cut around the deck a little bit, kind of check some stuff out. It's going to cost us quite a bit of money. Um, you know, but it is 400 grand and I think it could be worth five to 550. So, okay. So we buy it for 400, put in 50 K worth of work, the roof, um, in the listing, it says it's pretty new. Um, the painting on the outside looks pretty good. Like maybe they did that recently as a part of their flip or something. And it would take, you know, just a little bit of effort, a little bit more than I, I like to put in, but you know, at the right price, I think it makes sense. So the next thing we do is we send the real estate agent down there to take a look and, Let's take a look at some of the footage that she got um, on the property because it once you get on the property it you could see the you know the tricks that they do on camera to kind of hide some of the mistakes and stuff so yeah let's take a look all right so we're going to the entrance here kind of an interesting three level thing it's not bad i don't like how that carpet and the flooring kind of looks but i think that we could make that look nice the handrail looks kind of old garage lights aren't working got some holes in the garage door the floorings don't look terrible here. So we go to the left. Carpet looks a little rough. There's that first bathroom. So, you know, I like the flooring. First bathroom, yeah, we're going to have to fix the cabinets, the countertops, the hardware. Ooh, that light switch. Yeah, I've got, got some work to do for sure on this first bathroom here. If you're tuning in from the podcast, it just looks like a 70s, 80s bathroom that's just never been updated. It looks clean. It just hasn't been updated. So we got um, the bedroom. Looks like a bedroom here. Got some old fixtures. 
the beige color fixtures. We got the um, brass doorknobs. Got to fix that. Probably the flooring, the carpet. But, you know, so we're going into the other bedroom here. This is the one that's kind of on the front of the house that has the two big windows. I like that. Kind of looks cool. Windows probably got to get replaced. That'll be costly. Looking at them, they look grungy. And if there's a, a crack in the sealant on a window, it'll start to fog up, especially in Texas. Yeah, I mean, the fixtures in this room look fine. You can tell there at the end. Whew, now nah, the carpet going into the kitchen here. So this was down the stairs at the beginning. The cabinets look like they're in good shape. Even the hardware is not terrible hardware. I think we just need some paint. The appliances, the double oven, that's kind of cool. Microwave looks okay. Probably replace this whole sink setup here. I don't. Uh, it's just old, just kind of old style. Under the sink looks okay. No water damage or anything. Not terrible. Uh, dishwasher. Um, I don't know. I had a dishwasher in one of my other properties that looked like that. Oh, they didn't do the flooring under um, the refrigerator. <laughs> Probably because it was just easier not to. That's kind of a bummer. Might have to fix that. But uh, had a dishwasher that looked like that. Oh, windows got to get replaced. My old place. And um, it had to get replaced pretty quickly. That pillar. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that pillar. It's so weird. Not a huge fan of those lights that are hanging by the countertops. But that's easily fixable. And they're not terrible. I'm just not a fan of them. Okay, we got this step up here into the living room. I don't know what's going on with this fixture. It's like cutting off the corner, and it looks like you would put maybe a plant in this space that's lit up, but then there's like space underneath. I don't really understand. Then this whole entertainment-looking center. The problem with entertainment centers that have like a fixed width like this is you're limited on your TV size now. Like if you're putting a TV in there, it's got to fit. Like you don't have another option there. So it's all this built-in entertainment center stuff. I'd probably end up ripping it all out so going out to the deck we can immediately see the deck looks a little rougher than we thought in the photos big spaces it looks like trees are kind of pushing some boards already we'd have to do some work it is not as red as the photos made it out to be it looks a little dimmer so that's not great we'd have to have someone come and check it and uh, make sure that we're in good shape here probably a lot of repairs on this uh, deck that's going to add a lot of cost either we rip the whole deck out make a smaller deck or we try to fix this one or something. Then we got this weird tank over there. Don't really know what that is or what that goes to. But the yard looks nice. Doesn't look out into any other houses, which is nice. Just houses in the backyard. So next, left and right, we look pretty, pretty clear, which is pretty cool. And there's a picture of that tank again. I don't know what that it looks like a propane, like a large propane tank that you would see at the gas station that you would refill the smaller tanks with i don't exactly know what that's about here's some video of the trees ripping up some of the boards that's going to be a problem got a whole piece of board just sitting there fell right off the hand railing yep that's that's not great <laughs> someone like probably grabbed the hand railing and it broke off and they just stuck the board on top and we're like oh, sorry about that and then yeah these backyards these neighbors Ooh, that one looks nice that's a nice backyard but they're real close we're looking right over the fence into these backyards you know, if I have an Airbnb group over and they're all partying back here in the, you know, on the deck in this outdoor space, um, that's not going to go over well with the neighbors. And also nobody really wants to be like looking right into somebody's yard like that. And they're looking right back at you. Kind of takes the whole privacy thing out of there. Underneath the deck, pretty large rocks. Looks like something I would love to play in as a kid. Ooh, this pavement walkway looks pretty rough. Tree uh, roots are pushing up the pavement. Might have to put some work and effort into that. Yeah, the um, 
parts of the deck aren't sealed. The ends of the wood aren't sealed. That's not great. Okay. Got a whole hose going on. <laughs> got a bunch of wires on the ground. I don't know what that's about, but that's not great. And got a whole bunch of sort of after-the-fact wires kind of hanging on the walls here. So that's pretty... On older homes, they're not really wired for things like cable and satellite and everything. So whenever a, like a cable company comes in, they're not rated to do a lot of work as far as like what they can do. So they just start adding cables and running them wherever they can and drilling holes in the house. And that's the best they can do. You can even see with this air conditioning unit, a lot of the cables running on the outside. So this air conditioning unit was an after-the-fact thought. Can you imagine like uh, owning a home in Texas in the 70s and not having air conditioning? Here's my real estate agent risking her life. She's saying that the wood boards are kind of weak and they're uh, shifting around on her. But she's going to walk on the deck anyways. Awfully brave. Awfully brave. You know. Real estate is a frontline job, apparently. So she walked around to the front of the house so you could see it looks like all the trees drop their leaves and they all get caught on the front here. And that does make sense. It's not something I had thought about ahead of time, but like if the whole you know, slope of the hill is coming right into the front of your house. All the leaves, everything that gets blown is going to kind of just collect all in the front of your house. You're going to have to do a lot of work to keep that clear. And here's a view of the whole street here, but I really like this. So it's no sidewalk street, just a wide, you know, kind of country. The houses around the area look kind of nice, you know, next door and stuff. So it's just kind of, you know, there's the next door house. So they're on a hill. So it kind of gives like a cool kind of country feel. Ooh, going to have to fix this whole, uh, driveway that looks a little rough and yeah we could do some cool stuff with all these levels that they have in the front i think i think this is the last video so showing the plants kind of go all the way up to the front here it would have to kind of be scaled back if we're going to get around to that other side of the house and then you can really see now all the trees that are hanging over the the roof here there's branches on the roof, so it's just showing. I mean, look at the size of this tree that's over there. We'd have to get someone out to get rid of that as soon as we could. That's going to be a problem. Even the pavement right there in front of the house is all cracked up. Yep, needs some love, that's for sure. Ooh, fence is all beat up. I don't even know what they're doing with the fence there. It just looks like they put boards there. Got a big old hole that they try to patch up in the... In the garage door there. That's not great. Yeah, big old holes in the fence that they look like they just kind of put boards over to fix, I suppose. Like, we'd need a whole whole fence repair action going on. Would have to happen here. Yeah, that looks old. I mean, just looks old and grungy. Got branches on the roof. A lot of cables just sort of hanging around. That's not great. All right. So after seeing that, there's there's no house that I wouldn't take for the right price. So even though this obviously looks like it's going to require a lot of work, my first thought was like, this is going to be like $100,000 worth of work. This is a lot of work. So there's no way I can pay 400 grand because if I pay 400 grand, it's 100 plus if you remember, I've said before, you got to always consider that you're going to spend more money on repairs than you originally thought. Because like what happens when COVID happens and all of a sudden wood is like, you know, valued the same amount as gold and you have to try and figure that out or labor is just crazy expensive for contracting work. You got to kind of be ready for those curveballs. So you want to always add a bit on top of whatever you expect to pay. So 100 grand, maybe up to $130,000. 
to fix this thing and put a $400,000 house to be worth 500 grand, I would be underwater. It's not worth the effort. All right. So in my head, I'm thinking like, okay, maybe I could drop down to 350. If we talk to the owners and we say, Hey, look, it's going to cost us this amount of money to repair the place and get it set up. It's going to be expensive. I can't, you know, in good conscience, buy this house for 400 grand. It's not worth 400 grand with the repairs I have to put in. I would be willing to buy it for 350 and see what they say. Um, sometimes if you show them, like if, if a general contractor shows up and does an inspection, you can show them the inspection and be like, you know, hey, I understand you thought it was 400 because you're just kind of comparing it to the houses in the area, but it's not worth that much. One of the things that's interesting is that, um, if a bank is going to uh, lend to a house, they're going to they're going to want to send an appraiser. It's it's basically a guarantee. An appraiser is going to look at the house and determine what they think that house is worth. If an appraiser comes back at less than what you're offering for the house, they're not going to finance the entire house. They'll only finance a portion of it. So you got to come up with the cash for the rest if you really do think that house is worth more. So if I show up and say, "Hey, look, I think this house is worth 350." The appraiser is probably going to say it's worth 350. And um, that puts them in a position to kind of realize like, oh, look, a contractor looked at this and thought it was worth less. If an appraiser comes in and thinks it's worth less, it's going to be hard for us to sell this to like a single family just trying to find a place to live in. Their, their lender is not going to do it. The only people who are going to be willing to buy it are investors who are willing to flip it. And in which case they're going to need you know, a lot of leeway in order to make sure that they're making money. So it kind of puts a fire under them a little bit to, to actually have to look and see what the real value of their home is. So the next step is we sent our general contractor down there to take a look and he did a full inspection and found some serious stuff. So if you have a house on a hill like this, you basically have to build a moat to send all the water around the house and the next or the next houses down the hill have to do the same thing in order to protect their home. Well, this house wasn't set up properly, which means the front of the house with the two bed, the two windows that we saw is, um, has been taking water damage for quite a bit of time. And he thinks he's had to rip out the whole thing, maybe replace some studs. A lot of walls got to get replaced. Some of the other stuff that we found that was interesting. I've got a few more photos here. So in the kitchen, I don't know what they did when they, when they built this kitchen, but that weird platform thing where they're trying to hold up this counter that's already in a weird space is very bizarre. And then the whole step down thing that they have takes away this entire area of room over on the left-hand side for like almost no reason. It's really weird how this is set up. We would have to replace significant portions of this kitchen just to make this look normal. The water heater is in not great shape. You can see here it's looking kind of dingy old. It's got dents in it. That's going to be something we got to replace. We got to get rid of this step down. Just got to do it. Doesn't look great. Got a whole hole in the garage door. Probably. And then we saw the light coming through when we were looking at some of the other photos. Probably going to have to replace the whole garage door. We already know that the deck is going to take a significant amount of work. We have that weird canister thing that we're going to have to look at and figure out what's it used for and why is it there. And if we don't need it, we're going to have to get rid of it. That's going to be costly. So after he did this whole inspection, he determined that this house is probably going to be in the ballpark of one eighty dollars to $200,000 worth of repairs to get it up and running. Well, it's going to be a hard sell to, to tell someone that thinks they can get four hundred grand out of a house that we're willing to go for $250,000. But we went ahead and made the offer. We said, hey, look, this is what we found. This is how much effort it's gonna take for us to put this house into a place that makes sense. We would take it off your hands for you at the price of 250K, let us know what you think. 
Um, they came back and countered offered with 385. <laughs> they went down $15,000. So not great. It definitely doesn't put it in a place where this house makes any sense. 200 grand at $400,000 is $600,000 that we're spending to get a house to be worth 500,000. It doesn't make sense. And we told them like, hey, give us a call when you reconsider, um, let us know. You know, because in the future, this is this is just going to get worse for them as the interest rates continue to go up. The values of homes are dropping. So what right now could be a $500,000 home might be only worth 456 months from now, in which case I'd only be willing to put down 200. So we let them know, like, look, you're not in a good place. You could like trick a single family buyer, but the appraiser is probably not going to be tricked. And as time goes on, you're going to lose money. And if you sit on this property until the economy flips around, you're going to be paying taxes the whole time you're sitting on this property and the property is only going to get more damaged and harder to sell. So we'll take it off your hands, let us know, and they turned us down. But we'll leave the offer out there. If they change their mind and they come to their senses and decide to get rid of this thing, we'll more than happily take it from them. Um, we're going to continue to look for another house. And if these guys came back, we'll find some new kind of form of financing to get this you know, house as well. But we'll continue on with our search. You can't win them all. You just got to do the work that you can to try and figure it out. So hopefully you learned something today. I'm glad you stopped on by. Throw a like and a subscribe down there. Check us out at WealthyIdiots.com. And I'll see you guys next time.